Welcome to the 423 Podcast. This is the post-match rant, and I am your host, Todd, and my co-host... Yeah, this is Jim, Chattagooner on Twitter. All right. So tonight we had CFC versus Asheville from Finley Stadium. Final score, CFC 3, Asheville 1. Goals coming courtesy of Juan Hernandez in the 15th, Alan Webb in the 20th, and Jao Costa in the 80th minute. The lone Asheville goal coming by Fitzpatrick in the 18th minute. Uh, CFC had 10 shots to Asheville's three, and the CFC man of the match was Juan Hernandez. Um, Jim, what was your overall impression of the match tonight? I think the first half, you know, you and I were chatting. Uh, you know, we I think we played pretty well. You know, they controlled the controlled uh, the momentum or came back in in that four four two again that we feel very comfortable in. Asheville came out with a, kind of a three four three. I think they I think they actually was a three four two one. Um, and you know, I think we controlled the midfield. You know, I I don't really know. I know just enough to be dangerous between those two formations. Um, you know, they had a two-man midfield. We had a, you know, we had that one-six with the with the two outside. Um, so I think we controlled the midfield. I think Juan was probably largely responsible for that. Although, you know, I think uh, Sanchez in the, at the six is a really good addition. Um, there, he plays that position really well. So I, th- I thought we controlled the match. Uh, really nice first goal with that cutback um, that Juan finished. Uh, and, uh, I mean, I, I think, yeah, again, I, I just think the first half was really good. I, um, I don't know. What, what did you think? Yeah. First half, I thought CFC was dominant and, and I would say there's, there's a lot of honorary man of the match awards going like there were several pit players for me that stood out, but in the first half, I thought CFC did well to control the game. Uh, you, the one lone goal that they gave up in the 18th, uh, well, let's see CFC goes ahead in the 15th with, like you said, that nice goal by Juan. And then, uh, you know, hats off to Asheville. They, you know, got right back in it in the 18th with a goal by Fitzpatrick. And, uh, you know, we were talking about that. The CFC defense just got a little narrow. Uh, the ball pinged around a little bit then shot out wide, and CFC was kind of caught recovering and uh, lost track of two men on the back post when the cross came in. And uh, it was really against the run of play at that time, and it was against the run of play for the entire uh, first half. Uh, they really – just aside from that, just didn't have a lot of clear cut chances the entire game. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, once again, hats off to CFC because they jumped right back ahead in the 20th with a goal by uh, Alan Webb. Um, once again, he's just, you know, he just keeps impressing me uh, with his work rate and then uh, him finishing off that breakaway uh, to put CFC up uh, two to one at halftime. Um, but I was, I was just overall just impressed with CFC in the first half. Yeah, I'm really interested to go back and look at that and at their goal uh, because it did come so quickly after ours, and that's typically not a time when you see a, a formation break down. I mean, you know, that that's a time when typically you know you've you are you you've got your shape, and it just looked like we went we got out of our shape very quickly. And I, you know, I, I don't really know without going back and watching the the couple minutes right before they scored the kind of the series of passes and possession to really understand what happened. I mean, I, it was, you know, I remember the ball going out to our defensive left and I remember saying to myself, Oh, I said, Oh, that's, that's not good. And right when I said that at the cross, you said 11 at the back post and he finished it. And it was just, yeah. it, I don't, 
I don't understand. Um, I mean, it was it was so soon after our goal. That's typically not when you get stretched out of out of shape. And uh, so I'm I'm very interested to go back and see. You said the the you may remember you said the ball pinged around a little bit, and that may have played a role. I, I'm interested in going back and watching that because it's it just was not uh, like you said. It was a very much against the run of play. We had just scored fairly, you know, um, just soon before that. Uh, it was just it was just strange, and so I, I'm I'm very much looking forward to going back and I'll try to take some screenshots and put that on my um, kind of go through it myself and try to figure out what happened and I'll put that up on my Twitter account. Um, but then that was two one at half, right? And yeah, two one at two one at half, and, yeah. and like I said, they, I mean, really CFC seemed unfazed by their goal. Yeah, uh, I mean they just kept rolling on. Uh, you know, Webby gets his goal in, in the twentieth, and we go in two to one at half. Come back out. Uh, didn't look like there were no changes uh, for CFC at halftime. Um, and then, uh, you know, the, then in the second half, you know, it was a little more 50-50 in terms of, of possession. But for me, the real difference in the second half was the physical play got turned up about 10 notches by Asheville. And we saw this while we played over in Nashville. And then uh, I don't. We, we touched on it on Twitter a little bit. Uh, they had a game against Greenville. Uh, you know, earlier this week, which the, uh, some red cards were handed out. The game, you know, fight broke out. They had some players suspended. So I don't know if that game was just fresh on their memory, but there was just some really, you know, chippy play, if you will. Isn't that the polite way to put it? Chippy yeah. I'm, I'm not really sure why Asheville players seem to want to kick the ball against the head of a of one of our players on the ground. That's happened both. When they're down, yeah. yeah that's happened both times. Um, so, yeah, I, it was chippy. And then that – that foot to the chest that the ref initially called as a foul on CFC. I don't know that I've ever seen an entire crowd respond quite like that. Uh, like we did when he pointed the wrong way. I think it caught the, I think it caught the center ref off guard and he went over and talked to the fourth ref and, and got the call. Right. I, I don't really know how he missed it. He pointed to his eyes uh, when he was talking to, I think coach Elliott, uh, and said that he, you know this just he he must he might have been shielded or something but um, and and also I, you know I did I want to mention this for the for the first half I don't know if you noticed after they gave up after they scored um, our guys went into a huddle for like thirty seconds I don't know if you saw that I did notice that I did and it was very interesting like you know they went in and I, I heard some I saw some like demonstrative you know, gestures and it was it was very passionate and then we came out and like you said. Two minutes later, boom, it's 2-1. So, um, you know, they clearly somebody took charge and said, hey, let's go out and, and play our game. And they did and, and went into the halftime 2-0. Uh, but, yeah, like you say, in the, in the second half, there was, it, did, it did get a little physical. I think part of the, pro, part of the change that, you, that the 50-50 was that they, Asheville changed formation. Uh, they went to a four in the back. Uh, so, I, don't, I have to go back and watch. I didn't. I didn't take notes. I didn't really pay attention, but it looked almost like they went to another, a diamond too. That they, but they certainly brought somebody from the back line up into the midfield. Yeah, they started challenging a lot more in the midfield, yeah. and like you said, they they started getting a lot closer to the ball and a lot closer to CFC players. Yeah, and uh, that that the phys- the physicality of the game definitely got ratcheted up. But and, they uh, really they, didn't. But they really didn't create anything of no, note. No, no, so, no. So. Um, so yeah, the second half it was it was maybe fifty fifty possession, but I don't remember. I don't even know. Did you did you keep uh, stats for first and second half? Like, did they have any shots on goal uh, in the second half? I believe uh, no, 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 no. According to my stats, 
I had them down for three, uh, three shots the entire game, and I had them and all three shots coming in the first half. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. I mean, you know, again, possession may have been more even, but the chances weren't, uh, and our back line just ate up their forwards. I mean, uh, yeah, and then and then you know you had, we had uh, Alan Webb, who once again the work rate was incredible up top for him and Zach. Okay, I'm not trying to heart you know boost one player or anything because really it was a team performance tonight. But the work rate that Alan Webb put in up top, the work rate that Zeka put in up top. Uh, so imagine those two guys running at you the whole game. Yeah. And then uh, Webb gets subbed off, and in comes Costa in the 66. And now you got to have Jao Costa coming at you for the rest of the game. Yeah. And, uh, and he, that pays off in the, for a goal for him in the uh, 80th minute. Uh, yeah. It just The goal seemed right for a, a very savvy technical player like him to just come in and, and just uh, take his chance. Yeah, so I also want to give a shout out to Caleb Cole. Uh, you know, he clear. I think he had a really good game uh, on the. Well, it depends. It he started on our right side, but at some point he flipped over to the left. And uh, you know, I'm interested to watch uh, again something. I think it was from the first half where you and I looked at each other and like I don't know what's happening. I know we were in a four four two, but now. But now our midfield is all on the left. They're all, all on our right, I guess. Yeah, it was and about it, the 24th minute. It was it's very like, strange. Uh, Caleb Cole, yeah, Caleb Cole came over to flip sides, and it's like uh, – or, I'm sorry, uh, Walsh came to flip sides, and it's like Caleb Cole didn't get the memo. Yeah. And we were just it, looking over at the other side going, does anybody would anybody like to play the left side of midfield? Yeah, it looked very strange for like two or three minutes. And then I looked at you and said, oh, this is a diamond again. I don't know what that was, but, you know, the, they got their shape back and – it was really weird. I'm going to watch it. I'm, I'm interested in watching that period of play to see if I can figure out if they were trying to do something different or if it was just, you know, because they, they were they spent a lot of time, you know, with Zeka dropping back. Zeka and and Juan kind of inverted some with Juan going forward, uh, kind of in a center center forward position, and Zeka dropping a little deeper. Um, they did that some. Caleb and and, and Walsh kind of flipped a little bit uh and then and after like the 25th minute it looked like okay somebody has decided that this is going that the flip needs to happen and it stayed that way I think I don't remember the I guess the second half Cole was on the right um I think on our right yes so yeah so yeah it was very interesting I you know I I didn't know what was going on there for a little bit um but uh I thought we I thought overall COC played really well I thought Cole played well you know, Juan got the man of the match from the the, uh, the club. He controlled the midfield. Um, so yeah, yeah, if you're not on the Caleb Cole train by now, that there's still time to get on because this kid just keeps just getting better and better. Uh, yeah. You know, you didn't see the field a whole lot last year in terms of. I mean, this year he's starting continually every game, and he just it seems like every time he touches the ball, he's creating a chance for CFC. He's getting the ball, receiving it in tight spaces. He's dribbling out of out of uh, trouble. He's passing out of trouble, and he's making these long, mazy runs, just breaking defenses down. Yeah. And he, he's just really a lot of fun to watch right now. Yeah. Well, anything else for the match that you can think of? No, man. That's okay. all I got. Yeah. So remember, we've got Municipal tomorrow uh, down in North Georgia uh, at uh, what's the high school they're playing tomorrow? Uh, Ridgeland High School. At Ridgeland. Remember, if you're going down. Uh, your your CFC season ticket doesn't count, so you need to have either purchased a ticket for. But it does get you free parking. It does get you free parking, so that's something. 
but it, I think you get in for $20 if you buy a ticket beforehand and 25 at the door uh, to go see another Guatemalan team uh, and play against. And it's going to be interesting to see who plays, who walks out for CFC uh, after, since we just played this match. Um, so, yeah, so go out and, and support the Blue while they, uh, while they take on another Guatemalan giant. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll have another full, full pod, I guess. Uh, I guess we'll put that out maybe late tomorrow night. We'll do another rant after the Municipal game and then post the, the, main, the main podcast. So you got any final thoughts, Todd, or anything else you want to talk about? Nope, uh, just uh, the final CFC three, Asheville one, and that's goals again by Hernandez in the 15th, Webb in the 20th, Jao Costa wrapping it up in the 80th, and the lone Asheville goal coming against the run of play in the 18th minute. Uh, Ten shots uh, by CFC, three by Asheville, and uh, the CFC man of the match list is Juan Hernandez, and the announced attendance was uh, 2,800 roughly, and uh, clearly, somebody forgot to carry the one, or were completely drunk. Yeah, I, I don't. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't believe we got. We have more people here than that. But so again, thanks for uh, listening. Uh, if you have thoughts on the match, please check us out on Twitter and let us know what you thought of the CFC match. Ask them some questions. Tell us what we've got wrong. Again, we were two guys that really don't know what the heck we're talking about, but we have microphones, so um, so we're you know we're trying to do our best we can. So. Catch us on Twitter. We'll be back tomorrow with some uh, with another post-match rant. And, Todd, uh, I guess that's it. Go CFC. Go Blues.